The 32nd season of San Jose Sharks hockey is in the books. We'll break down the game. We'll give our own highlights of the year. And then we'll get on word with the offseason. All that right now here on Teal Town After Dark. We made it, folks. It is April 13th, 2023. The San Jose Sharks lose to the Edmonton Oilers 5-2. We welcome you to the season finale of Teal 10 After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We've been doing this all year long, torturing ourselves through loss after painful loss and all that fun stuff. So if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow hockey fans all over the world and in Sharks territory on the YouTube page or the app. You can also join us on Twitch or Twitter right now as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, TikTok. Find everything at tealtownusa.com. And if you want to support the pod, you can hit us up at Venmo, USA, or hit us up on a Super Chat right now. With that... I say good evening to the guy who's been with me through most of this painstaking year, Mr. Ian Reed. Yeah, that is me, um, Ian Reed, talking. Oh, this is the end of the world I mean, as you know it. And uh, I it feel could fine. be anything. It could be. It could be my beautiful friend. The end. You know, it just any any this is the end song like we could we could sing it probably get copyright striked out the ass yeah no we don't want to do that um but yeah i mean here we are yeah uh so the sharks come to uh edmonton on the second set of back-to-backs edmonton's got something to play for and uh we'll be keeping you up to date on stuff uh, as it progresses of course vegas and seattle playing a massive one right now and that's tied 1-1 in the second period uh, which can change things all around for playoff seating in the west let alone the pacific as it is uh nick david you know as usual you know going on a streak of plus 15 games over you know mcdavid's got like 17 game point streak against the sharks and things got early going you know Matthias Yanmark, the guy who didn't want to go to Anaheim, gets one goal. No, he'll get two goals. We'll get to the second one in a bit. He makes it one nothing. Uh, you know, then LeBanc takes a boarding call, originally a five-minute major. Uh, you know, <laughs> like thankfully it was got reduced to two. Of course, that sets up a power play goal for Dreisaitl. Go ahead. You you know what though? Um, like look at I don't think that. I don't think the LeBanc hit was incredibly egregious or incredibly dirty, but it was in the numbers. And I think that honestly, like I under the under the current rules of the of the NHL, the, the two minute minor is the right call. But I feel like any hit in the numbers like that should be five minutes every time. Right. And and maybe that won't make me uh 
too many friends in the chat tonight. What's new? Um, but I, <laughs> I just, I think from like, there, there are certain things that the NHL, I wish the NHL would take more seriously and, and hits like the one LeBanc, but, and I don't even think it was particularly bad hit. Like I've, we've seen way worse hits in the numbers on the board, but I just, I wish it was one of those things where it was like zero tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. It just, <clears throat> It's numbers. I mean, how many times did we see Pee Wee kids wear the stop sign right, on yeah, the numbers? Exactly. I mean, like, come it's on. Just, it's, it's not like, I don't, again, I don't think Kevin LeBanc was trying to injure anybody there. And I don't think it was a particularly, like I said, like uh, under the current rules, the two minute reduction to the two minute minor was the right call. I just, I wish that the, it's, it's one of those things that I think is just really dangerous. And I wish the NHL would, would take it more seriously, much like I wish they would take hits to the head more seriously. But thank you. I, I think at least with hits to the head, as long as like, and look at, and I love fighting and, and hockey. I don't want to, you know, like I understand that, like I am part Neanderthal when it comes to my love of the game. But you can't really bend hits to the head when you allow people to punch each other in the head at the same time. So, um, but no, I wish I like there's there's certain things that I wish the NHL would would buckle down on a little more for player safety. Um, but at the end of the day, you get the, you know, I've said this a hundred million times on this on this channel, uh, you get the system you bargain for, and it is what it is. Side note: How about that Abbotsford Calgary uh, bout the other night? Whew, that was a good one. That was, yeah, that was something. Okay. We move on. So Dreisaitl gets his 52nd of the year, 32nd on the power play, which is just ridiculous uh, to make it 2 nothing. Then the Sharks have, you know, their, uh, I don't want to call him Connor McGregor because he's, you know, but he's been like a, a McDavid of sorts here. You know, Noah Gregor gets his 10th. He gets the double digits, you know, extending his career high, six goals in nine games. Just to ruin the lottery chances, Ian. Yeah, uh, I mean, look it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to get mad at Noah Gregor scoring and and you know playing for a contract. I just when I look at this, when I look at this team and you look at some of the names, like obviously I think people forget like how many people are coming back next year. Um, and I don't know, man. Like I just like I, I look at. Do I think that? Thomas Bartolo has, has had a particularly good end to his season. No, I don't think so. But like just the nonsense, the, the short term, like what have you done for me lately? Nonsense uh, around both players that I've read is just, I don't know. It's pretty, it's dumb, right? Like Noah Gregor, I feel like we've seen this story before and you know, like I do, Hey baby, I wish it was, you know, do I want it to be different this time? Yeah, baby, of course I do. But I, I've seen this before, man. Right. And I like a lot of people like want to like jettison Thomas Bortolo into the sun and like, you know, and make sure Noah Gregor's a regular on the team. Oh, next year. dear and Lord. Like, and it's like, like, I, I get it. Look, I understand that, you know, a lot of times, especially on social media, it's what have you done for me lately? And, and I need to just get off social media is what I think. But yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I, I'm happy for Noah Gregor and I hope that it, turns him into a contract i just hope that contract isn't here at this point yeah uh, it's because we've we've seen it all you and you like great great for you noah nothing wrong nothing against it maybe edmonton will pick you up next season you know Ricky well, i think Bart someone will pick, look at someone someone will give him a chance like i'm not advocating for the end of noah gregor's career i just 
I just think when you think of the like a lot of the names coming back next year, like when everyone gets healthy again and you have guys coming back into the lineup, like I don't want Noah Gregor to be another guy who's blocking a better player from playing on this team because, you know, like because Luke Kunin will be back and all these other stupid guys <laughs> that fucking Mike Greer signed, right, yeah. are, are going to be back and, and like, obviously, they're going to have spots in the lineup. So if you sign yet another guy who's going to just, you know, possibly block someone from taking the next step right? so they can score 10 goals in garbage time, well, great. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, and it's tough. Ricky Barton Slager saying Noah Gregor is bad at best. He's Athanasiu, and that is not a player you keep a younger guy out of the lineup for. But and that's and that's my concern, right? Is that it, they they'll 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 qualify him, they'll give him another contract, and and I see Al in the chat. I'm not trying to pick on Al here by any stretch of the imagination. He's like, you you sign him, and then but but if he doesn't do anything by the fucking trade deadline, then he doesn't move, right? You like don't, let's you wish you can get a first like Goodrow, but right, but like that's not gonna you're not gonna get a first round pick for fucking Noah Gregor. Give me a fucking break. Like and again, I'm not trying to pick on Al here. I'm just I'm just calling for what it is. Like if he does, if if we have another replay of what we've seen from Noah Gregor so far, the trade deadline, no one's gonna fucking want him because right. it doesn't turn it on to laughter. So that being said, after one period it was two one Oilers. Then the Sharks turned it up a bit, uh, you know, out shooting them twelve to four in the middle frame. However, <laughs> it was one of those periods where it's like, oh, crap. You know, Bouchard gets his $212,000 bonus by scoring his eighth of the season from Drysel Yamamoto. <laughs> Corey Mazasak had the best tweet about that. Oh, that was epic. 16D chess move to make the Oilers, make, give the Oilers a cap penalty for next year. If, if you could fantastic. only pull the goalie so they can get him out there, because you know the players would be rooting for him to get his other, I think it was like another $238,000 bonus if he got another point uh, in there. So, uh, But hey, you make a, almost a quarter million on that. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that made it 3-1. Uh, you know, Evander Kane would do Evander Kane things, you know, take a dumb penalty, interference, would set up a power play. However, Matthias Janmark gets the 18th shorthanded goal of the season for the Oilers to make it 4-1. And that's when it was pretty much nothing's going right. Kostin would take a tripping call. And then just as the power play is expiring, Stephen Lawrence somehow gets a puck on a pass that somehow gets through the defense and Skinner. Uh, that's the final goal of the year for the Sharks, and Stephen Lawrence hits double digits. Um, you know, he's turned it on a little bit late, too, but I think he's one that's going to be probably sticking around a bit. Yeah, I mean, again, like when you when you get this injured and stuff, though, right? Like, obviously, that's going to open up opportunities for guys. Guys have to play up the lineup. Like, I think Stephen Lawrence was, wasn't he like the 2C today or something stupid? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's, I mean, it's good to, like, like guys given opportunities to kind of perform, but like, you know, that kind of goes back to what I was saying with Noah Gregor. Once everyone's healthy, like, Noah Gregor's not on your first or second line. Neither is Stephen Lawrence. Um, no, but I mean, we were talking what Lindblom, Lawrence, mm -hmm. maybe even Cunning, uh, being a part of 
top six or top nine of this team going into the season. Mm-hmm. Of course, by process of elimination and process of guys being on schneids and injuries and such, you know, it turns out. But uh, but after 40, the Sharks were down 4-2, even though they had dominated on the shot total in the middle frame. Uh, a couple of super chats. Yeah, let's to get, get to those. Uh, Jerry F, $5 super chat. Thanks for a great year of coverage. With the way the season has gone, Teal Town USA has been a great place to commiserate with my fellow Sharks fans. Jerry, as always, thank you. We appreciate all your donations so much. Uh, yeah, and, the same, and of course, Burge Seven F ninety one. Isn't the uh, five dollar super chat? Uh, isn't the biggest weapon a GM has nowadays is cap space, taking on bad contracts for draft picks and prospects. The, perhaps the best way to rebuild. Yeah, I mean, again, there's there's definitely a lot of things that. I would have done differently uh, entering the season, knowing what was available. Um, I think I don't think anyone entered the season thinking that like this wasn't going to be the end result, right? We were we all came in. I mean, I, I remember you know the first after dark we did. It was like okay, guys, I understand like I understand the draft this year, but can we not talk about the draft in October? Um, we all knew what the score was coming into the season. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I there's definitely things that I would have done differently had um had I been in charge. But I I am not in charge. I'm just a slapdick on YouTube. So um yeah, look at there's I, I think Mike Greer um I, I look at Mike Greer is has been a pretty mixed bag for me so far. I think that when you when you look at the stuff he did early on, I, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the things he did early on. I like a lot of what he's done more recently. Um, so he's kind of gained my favor there, but I, the way he, the way the team entered the season obviously wasn't ideal. I understand why they did it. And I think we all understand. We all, we all, we all knew the score right there. They're trying to make sure that they could, they could insulate some of their players so that it wasn't a situation like last year where you had a bunch of guys that were up probably before they had any business being up. And they wanted to prevent that from happening this year. They wanted guys, if they were going to make the team to earn it. So I understand that mentality. I understand that, um, that goal, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the, you, you've, you got rid of a, a contract in Burns and then you filled that cap space just as quickly as you, as you, as you cleared up with Mark, with, you know, with, with, let's be honest, some super replacement level guys. Yeah. Uh, it's not good. No. Uh, Jesse Littlefield in the chat on YouTube. We have plenty of not quite NHL level talent ready player uh, play Gregor's minutes. Gregor yeah. and or replacement Gregor is not going to move the needle in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. 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 Like I just I just think it's a matter of I just think again, once everybody's healthy, I don't I, I think it's easy to look at this team right now and see, oh yeah, they could resign Gregor and he would slot right here, but then I think they're just forgetting that we still have guys like Luke Cunning and all these other guys that are gonna be in the lineup once they're healthy next year. And then, you know, and then where does Noah Gregor sit then? That's my concern. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, third period, uh, Vander Kane decided he, he wanted to slash at Hurdle a little bit. I don't know. Maybe he was still butthurt that, you know, he's no longer a shark. I don't know why. But He's just yeah. trying to get on Hurdle's skin. Yeah. And, and Hurdle's like, ha ha, he he. Um, <laughs> uh, 
uh, of course, ha ha he he doesn't do anything on the freaking power play. Nope. Uh, Kane would get the final goal of the year uh, against the Sharks to make it five two. Uh, Carlson would take a uh, would take a penalty early on, and according to Curtis Pashelka via Dan Rusinowski, was not on the bench at the end of the game. Uh, we're waiting to hear something from the post-game pressers to see if anything of that is um, of going on. So we'll be looking out for that. Uh, Who is that, sorry? Eric Carlson. Oh. Nah. I mean, he is one of two Sharks that played all 82 games, along with Logan Couture, uh, who somehow didn't take a puck to the mouth th- th- this year. Seems like that's been like an annual tradition. Yeah. Uh, but that is the season folks the sharks lose five to two over the edmonton oilers your last goal scores by stephen lawrence reimer with 31 saves on 36 shots and the sharks finish with a record of 22 44 and 16 the 16 overtime losses which essentially yeah most likely will put them with the fourth best odds in the draft lottery come May 8th. Um, before we kind of, you know, go over the year, basically, the final thoughts on this game. I mean, I, I think they played a little bit well, but, you know, and uh, man, I... <laughs> match the intensity of the Oilers versus last night. I don't even like again, like at this point, man, like I'm not here to break down games. Like if, if you're coming here for the, you know, for me to pretend I'm Brody Brazil and tell you how the fucking game went. I mean, what are you fucking, what are we doing at this point? Right. Oh, talk about the game monkey. Talking about the fucking game. No one's here to listen. No one, well, no one in the, in this fucking chat right now is we're getting killed with super chats and we're definitely going to get to them. Yes. It is here because they want my opinion on game 82. Like, let's be fucking real here. All right, let's move on to the super chats. He's getting angry, folks. I'm yes! not getting angry. I'm just like, <laughs> but I mean, like, I I know okay. what you mean. No, I it, it, like, it was... but let's 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 you know let's let's talk about things that people are here to listen to us talk about because they're right. not here to, they're not here to talk about fucking game 82. Hey, that 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 power plate. No, can't okay, okay. All right, ao one two three four five. In the super chat it's finally over thanks for another season of great coverage and analysis this was a tough year was yeah a tough I, year. Look at, and I again know. like i cannot state this enough right like we obviously appreciate all the support i i know that i come on here sometimes and i know that it, as the season dragged on i know there's like times where i came on here just absolutely grumpy because it's like this fucking season hasn't ended yet but like I, I, I don't want anyone to get it twisted. Um, oh, no. I mean, without you guys, like, fuck. <laughs> I would have packed it in for the season a long time ago. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys are the reason that I come on and, and you know, and, and spit fire like a dragon. Um, and without you guys, like, it, this would be, man, I can't even express how fucking pointless this would be oh, right man. now. Oh, man. 
All right, let's keep going. These these super chats. This is unbelievable. I I don't think we've ever. We even had what was it? Uh, if you can pull up the guy's name that donated a hundred dollars mm. before we were on the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, we gotta give him a big shout out. But it will, I'll get to the ones that are on here right now. Treybone two dollars super chat. Does anyone want to help me pack up LeBanc's stuff? Oh wow. Ah, uh, I will help you. Uh, Christopher Hogue. Uh, gave us a Venmo uh, earlier in the day for $100. I mean, super appreciate that, obviously. Obviously, it's a big appreciation. Whether it's $2, whether it's $199 or $100, bucks, we really do appreciate everything. Uh, yeah, man, I, I look at... Uh, I, I volunteer for the, the Kevin LeBanc Locker Cleaning Club. Well, with the $100, that should help us get you get the flight down really quick to uh, San Jose by, what, tomorrow or Saturday? <laughs> Um, Denver Doyle in the chat. Love y'all. Last time we see EK65 and Teal. Maybe. I mean, mm. I don't, I don't know where the destin. I want to see how, like, this is one of those things where right now I don't see a destination. Like there's no destination in mind that makes sense other than like Vegas, because apparently the cap doesn't exist in Vegas. Um, and I only say that jokingly, obviously. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> I want to see how the playoffs kind of go. Yep. Um, and then we'll see kind of like the fallout from that. And I think then we'll probably right at this moment in time, like I just don't see the fit elsewhere for him. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, mm -hmm. there's no team out there that I say, Oh, you know that, that team probably wants Eric Carlson in the off season. Uh, I want to see how the playoffs kind of go and go from there. I'm curious. And, and I hate to jump on it because I, I'm going to sound like a Kraken fanboy the for a bit. Maybe Seattle, depending on how they far they have, they're going to have twenty million in cap space next season, according to the hockey yeah, guy. But they're going to have, and and I just wonder if they get a taste of playoff success, if if they think about going for a home run. I yeah, just, it's just it would just be weird because they don't really like. Seattle has a lot of like, they don't have any like super big contracts but they have a lot of mid contracts which makes it fascinating and i don't i just wonder because if you bring in a guy like eric carlson even if you like again like there's obviously cap retention possibilities and everything else mm -hmm. right but i don't i don't know man i look at this team and i really tip the apple cart over salary wise <laughs> though i'm just thinking because they, they they've lose got done. a lot of like they don't have a lot of UFAs though. Like a lot of their players are RFAs. Like right. they're not RFAs that are going to demand a ton of money. I think Vince Dunn yeah. probably gets paid. Um, you know, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm just thinking of teams that might have the space with, you know, where Greer maybe retains just a scotch of, of salary. And that yeah. might be one of them. So let's see if we can uh, clear out these uh, super chats. Yeah. We'll... Yep. Uh, you know, Vince Alvarado, if we draft number four, is that a pick of a potential game changer or just a solid prospect? Um, depends on who you get. I look at, I think I, I look at as much as we're all going to be disappointed if the sharks don't pick in the top three, I still think that even absolute worst case scenario, they're going to get a good player. Right. Um, that player won't be Connor Bedard or, or Adam Fantilli, and that sucks. That but really I still think there sucks. are some there there are some still good players that are going to get that are going to be taken in the top ten that are absolutely going to help. Like nothing the Sharks 
are going to do in the top 10 drafting in the top 10 because they're not trading down like stop the 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 hysterics of like going into like the sharks you know ancient history and being like oh remember when the sharks did this yeah it was 20 years ago and it was a completely different league like calm down they're gonna they're gonna take the pick in the top 10 um and they'll be fine like i i think it'll be fine it won't be it won't be super fantastic like Connor bedard would be but i still think that it's going to they're going to get a player that's going to help it's that's the way it's going to be i i understand the disappointment and look at i share it look i share the disappointment a hundred percent i do i just yeah but I, I don't know, man. Like, I could come on here and I could complain about, oh, all the loser points and how they messed the Sharks up and how, you know, the rules need to change because this is how it fucked the Sharks. But guess what? The rules aren't going to change. So rules, I could yeah. do that and I could do that all summer. But what's it going to what what's what's it going to what's the impact going to be? Nothing. The rules aren't changing. The NHL's not changing their point system. No. So, yeah. Does it suck for the Sharks? Does this whole situation super suck worse than you know than it should a hundred and ten percent yeah but me bitching about it's not going to change anything so instead of bitching about it i'm going to well, see who they draft and we're going to start talking about next year as you know as soon as like the, the show must go on that that is how this works yeah the show must go on we're going to do this again next year we've been doing this for a hundred years so far I mean, maybe not a hundred, but it feels. It like felt a, like a hundred this year. <laughs> like this year, this year definitely, uh, it feels like we're a little long in the tooth. But yeah, like the show must go on, man. So that's that's the approach I'm taking. I mean, look at yeah, uh, does it suck? Yes. Um, would a better point system help the sharks? A hundred percent. But that's not the world we live in. So that's the world that I will cover. Um, let's. Let's let's jazz. continue moving on. Let's be on Felix on Twitch. Let's be honest. We're here to listen to Ian get the show demonetized. <laughs> I didn't swear enough over to the not yet. The maybe not maybe yet. on our way out, I'll swear enough. Oh, we'll, good. We'll hit it up. Nick, uh, go ahead. Keep Nick Cooper, uh, five dollar super chat. What do you see in Bordelos ceiling as second lane center? Yeah, I think that would be best case scenario. I think Thomas Borlo is a guy who is going to be a I think he's he's going to he, he should be a second line player. I don't know about second line center. Like I I do wonder if he's going to be a guy who maybe settles in on the wing. Um but I I like Borlo and I understand that. I think I'm curious, like when when there's locker cleanout, and whatever. I'm curious to know if Bartolo maybe is nursing something, or you know what, first year of pro hockey's a bitch, man. I think maybe he might just be gassed, and that's and that's fine, man. Like I think um, a lot of people, especially guys coming over from playing like college where they don't play a ton of games, um, the the jump to the the AHL NHL grinds it's pretty significant. It's a lot of games. You're playing twice as many games. Um, so I, I'm not, I wouldn't look at the, the way he finished the season being indicative of what Thomas Bortolo is. I would focus more on how he started the season, how absolutely on fire he was for a while on the Barracuda. You know, um, I, I think a lot of people put too much stock into guys rookie seasons especially when they're making the jump to pro from college where they play 
significantly fewer games. In that sense, he starts with the Sharks next year, right? I think he gets the opportunity to, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, he gets the opportunity to. Does he? I don't know. But yeah. I think he gets the opportunity to. All right. What's next? What's next? Uh, 999 Super Chat from TLBT. Thanks for hanging in there this year. Hope May 8th is a big celebration for us. I hope so, so too, man. And that's the other thing too, right? Like it is a lottery. So even in, even though right now it's not looking super fantastic, the lottery balls could fall our way. Um, I am not a... I, I'm not... I am not a conspiracy guy when it comes to the lottery. Um, if you are a conspiracy guy, then what the fuck is Connor McDavid doing in Edmonton? Right. Right. Like a market, like, like if, if you were the NHL, maybe the NHL is just stupid. And, and I, well. I, I, I could see that <laughs> point, but however, if you are the NHL and you, you don't send Connor McDavid to fucking Edmonton, like this is just not what you do. Um, you know, to a market where you like, Canadian markets get so little American television time, especially nationally, right? Like obviously oh, yeah. regionally you're going to get all the games, but nationally, like they get so little things. Like you put your best player in, you know, in that market. Like Canadians will watch hockey regardless. I, I will say that the, that as much crap as ESPN has been getting on it and the love that TNT has been getting, they have shown – Edmonton and Toronto a lot more than NBC had. Uh, yeah, and it's I mean, so that's it's good smart because I think the NHL needs to show their star players. Like they should show the star players regardless of which market they play in. But obviously, you also have to put the teams on TV that people want to watch. Now, look at again. Like um, I hate the Leafs as much as any other Canadian non-Leafs fan, but that's that's an exciting team, and like right. you know. Uh, I'm not offended when uh, when they're on my television because they're they're a fun team to watch. Like they've they've got some amazing players. Yes. Uh, Ao wanting Kevin to come on with his turtleneck. Uh, yes, and we'll get to this in a little bit. But a shout out to Justin Braun who most likely played his last game tonight. Yeah, yeah. a few 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 guys playing their last game tonight. Uh, yeah. Craig Anderson also uh, calling a career after tonight, which I thought was really nice. I thought. Um, they did a nice job. Um, it was nice that he got to go out playing the senators. Yeah. Obviously he spent a, a ton of time with the senators. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, some, some definitely, um, stick taps to guys probably playing their final game. Justin Braun again, played a bajillion NHL games. You know, we have some fond memories of him here. Um, Craig Anderson's a guy I've always had a, a, a soft spot for, yeah. um, you know, with what he went through in his career and, and look, I mean, played till he's four to one, like yeah. kudos to him, man. Matched his Jersey number for sure. So congrats to uh, Craig Anderson, Justin Braun, of course, like you said, we have some, mem some strong memories with him alongside Mark Edward Vlasic. He had some big goals in the Stanley cup final as well. When the sharks went, Oh yeah. Remember that? That was seven years ago. Uh, sharks need to hope that the Oilers and Maple Leafs blow it up in playoffs again. That'll be the push for Carlson. Uh, let's see here. Let's continue going down the super chat. We're going to have some fun here tonight. Uh, Dave, uh, really looking forward to Greer's explanation on whether or not missing out on Bedard or Fantilli are worth moral victories in a lost season. Oh. <sighs> I, the teams don't, man. the teams don't tank. Like I look at again, 
I don't even I like uh, I don't want to pick on anyone here. Look at the the way I see it, right? Like I understand what Greer was trying to do coming into this season. I think they laid it out pretty bare for us to be what it was. Um yeah, look at does not look at again, if they don't get Connor Bedard or Fantilli, does that suck it? A hundred percent sucks. Um but I understand what they were trying to accomplish. Look at the, you know, like I, I feel like next season is going to be the first season in a long time. We're not going to hear fucking culture change at the start of the season. And I can't fucking wait for that because that's the one fucking phrase that I never want to hear in relationship to this team again. Cause we heard it for like three fucking years straight. And I don't think we're going to hear that next year. Nope. And thank fucking God for that. Um, yeah, look at, again, I, I understand. Look at, again, I'm not, I'm not, again, am I happy? Am I happy that the Sharks potentially aren't going to get a bit of until, of course, I'm not fucking happy about it. Is that the fucking world we live in? Yes. Also, yes. So. A thousand times. Yes. Uh, looking at some of the comments, uh, coming through from Twitter, um, Quinn says there is nothing wrong with Carlson, even though he left the bench and didn't play in the last four minutes. There is no reason to lie about injuries now, right? Um, Quinn saying that Bordalo and Robbins played their best games uh, tonight this season. Um, yeah, I thought Bordalo was good tonight. And, and yeah. Tristan Robbins, I think, did pretty. I think Tristan Robbins did okay um, coming up. I think he played. I think he played pretty decently. Um, I I don't think. Tristan Robbins is ready for for prime time yet, but I think he played fine, and I'm I, I you know I think it was it was a definite nice reward um, for I think the way he finished the season with the Barracuda. So I don't really have any beef, beef with him coming up. Uh, from Corey Massasack, the Sharks. The, <laughs> this hurts. The Sharks won four times in their final twenty four games this season. It was that three game winning streak plus the one shutout against uh, Seattle where Yanni Gord puts the puck in his own net, uh, were, the la- were the last four victories of the year. Uh, Joanna Trachtenberg, good evening to you from Buffalo. Being a Sabres fan, I'd rather the Sharks win the lottery than an Eastern Conference team like Columbus, Montreal, or okay, then, We're know, right that, with you. That's, well, that's that's where I'm at, right? But unfortunately, as a, you know, that but that's my feelings too, except the opposite, right? Like, for me now, it, you know, it's like, well, if, it's going if it's not going to be the Sharks, please fucking God, don't let it be Anaheim. Like I would rather Columbus than Anaheim. So I I, I understand the sentiment completely, and I completely you know I I am with you. I would much rather <laughs> I would much rather him in the other uh, division or other conference. Sorry if we can't have him. <laughs> yes, uh, Denver Did we Doyle. The super chats. We, I think we got yeah, we got more. a couple more. We got a couple okay. more. Uh, Denver Doyle saying this is the year to trade EK65 to get the bounty. You can get the cap off the books. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. Rob Iman with a $5 super chat. Capitals and Penguins are now going to pay the price for the championships with the championship windows now closed. Yeah, but they had a hell of a run. Pittsburgh, man. I mean, won three cups in that time. Ovechkin, you're going to have the history of what Ovechkin's on the verge of doing, plus finally getting that cup. I think at this point, at this point, yes, we had that 20-year run where, where I think we missed the playoffs like one time. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, we would love to take one cup and then pay the price. Or two. <laughs> or two. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll get into that video at, during the summertime. 
Pittsburgh, um, the Penguins, like, obviously, I think they had a hell of a run. Um, kind of a rock and a hard place uh, for the Penguins. I don't think, look, at, I don't think Ron Hextall did a particularly great job with the Penguins this year. Um, but they kind of, you know, if, if you're going to keep those guys, you kind of have to go for it. I just don't think uh, Ron Hextall... Man, I think his like if he survives this offseason as the GM, like I just I can't imagine he does. And then like I just I can't imagine like I just cannot see Ron Hextall being a GM in this league again. I just I can't see it Um, as far as Washington goes. I mean, kind of same thing, right? Like a a hell of a run for them, too. Um, But I mean, look at like as long as you have guys like. Crosby, Ovechkin, Malkin, Latang, like you, you have to kind of go for it. Um, I just think that they unfortunately went too heavy on more of the aging guys and probably not enough of, you, of the younger guys to, to balance out that roster, like either roster and, you know, look at older players get hurt. And I think Pittsburgh, you know, it's definitely had some injury issues this year, but, um, they kind of it was it was that playoff spot for a long time looked like it was theirs to lose and right lost it they did so I am fascinated to see what happens in Pittsburgh I think like if you're a Pittsburgh fan I understand the disappointment look at I I get it man like now we're in year four of, of no playoffs so you know like it's <laughs> it's a nice run is, is is quite the sentiment and then eventually it's not a you know it's like well I don't really care about that run anymore because it was four years ago like now I kind of want playoff hockey again. <laughs> Um, so I know like for, for Pittsburgh fans, I know that's probably not happy. Like that's not going to make them happy, but, um, but I get it. I think, I think they, they had a hell of a run and something that they can definitely hang around on. Oh, absolutely. Um, does, does Hextall and Burke last through the weekend? I don't think so, but, uh, we'll see. That's a new ownership group there too. So we'll see. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. And I wonder if they wait until t- or Toronto's done to see if they do anything after that. Ah, um, uh, you can fire someone right now. You don't have to just because you fire people doesn't mean you have to hire people. Right no, away. exactly. You can wait on Dubis to go out in the first round. We'll see. Uh, uh, what else do you have? Nick Cooper, five dollars super chat. People need to realize it could have been a lot worse. They could have had won some of those overtimes. They yeah. could be in Philly and Blues odds territory. They. A hundred percent. And I, I think that is true. And I think that is a very salient point again, man. Like I'm not going to like, I'm not going to complain about what, what has been done. It's done. There's nothing that I can do to change it. So I, you know, it's true. Uh, you know, the, the, the number of times they did lose in overtime, like it, it could have been a lot worse. Cause if you pick up, you start picking up points in a lot of those games, you're right. You're, you're in the middle of the pack and you're not even, you know, and your your best your best option is then what moving up to five moving up yeah. to six like no one wants that shit so uh it it could always be worse um i will i will acknowledge that it could be better but yeah, yeah. could 100 percent always be worse absolutely 100%. uh vince alvarado who's our starting goalie next season <laughs> <laughs> let's grab a hat we'll put put names on a piece uh, of paper yeah <laughs> Um, I mean, at this point, Reimer's going to be UFA. I doubt he's going to yeah, return. I, I doubt Reimer's back. Um, Boy, that that be a PR nightmare. Um, I don't know, man. It's I, it's tough. I, think, I maybe I I 
I think there would definitely be a vocal portion of the... I just, I don't know how you can justify it after the seasons he's had. Put all the other stuff in the uh, to the side. I just don't think that... Um, I, I don't think that you can come back with the same goaltending tandem yeah. again. Oh, uh, Joanna, you're actually from Boston, just happened to be a Sabres fan. Thank you. Sorry you about go. that, okay. but go Sabres. Uh, you guys, your team had a heck of a run uh this yeah. year uh looking forward to them getting off the schneid for the playoffs next year so oh, uh, i was hoping but uh, i don't i don't i don't think so but uh you know we can hope it's gonna be interesting look at goaltending is going to be fascinating um mac and yemi stress man both um both pending rfas with uh arbitration rights so it'll be interesting to see what happens there um you know i arendelle is a ufa but i for some reason, I think Arendelle's probably going to be back. Arendelle, um, I like Arendelle, man. I, I know that like there's a lot of people that were really unhappy with how many games Dell got down the stretch uh, when the the Barracuda were trying to go for it, and maybe Arendelle's a little bit of a security blanket for for um, for John McCarthy. I I have a feeling he's back next year. Obviously, they just signed Magnus Krona, uh, so he's going to be in the mix next year. And, you know, uh, Ben Gaudreau, uh, Ben Gaudreau, sorry, playing with the uh, Sarnia Sting right now in the playoffs. Um, he's a guy who could turn pro next year. There's it's it could be a very crowded crease. So I am curious that everyone they currently have. I wonder if one of those guys isn't qualified or maybe no one's qualified. I don't know. It, I, I think goaltending is going to be absolutely fascinating for this team. I think that Kapokokkanen's definitely still on this team next year i don't think they're gonna buy him out or anything like that um and i think you know and i'm not the i'm look at i a lot of people are saying this this isn't an a an ian original thought here um <laughs> there's probably a veteran guy coming in to to pontoon with um with capo Kakinen, you know we'll see yeah it'll be interesting to see what they have going on word with the goal t- uh, uh, overall everybody you know uh, you have a lot of restricted free agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, you know, you you have to figure out: Are you going to give Marcus Navarra a chance? He's a UFA. Uh, you know, like we said, Reimer is a UFA. Uh, Jeffrey Veal is a Group Six UFA. Uh, you know, going next season. Uh, you know, Andreas Johnson, who got hurt down the stretch. Uh, is he's just a throw into the trade? The same. I think thing. he was just a cap dump. He's. I don't. I don't think. Um. I don't think he's back. I think he was. He was. He was thrown in to make the cap work. Um, right. I don't think he's back. You also have UFAs with the Cooter like C.J. Cease, Kyle Cruzquolo, Max Verano, uh, you know Derek Pouliot, of course. And you mentioned Aaron Dell, and then you have a lot of RFAs in there. Some with arbitration. Yeah, and also, I mean, uh, I, I'll I'll just say this now, because uh, as as far as the Barracuda go, um, we are going to like again. This might be the last after dark, but obviously, a pucknologist this Sunday. But the the content never really stops. Um, me and Kevin oh. are going to be sitting down with Nick Nolenberger next Wednesday, I believe. So, yes. Uh, stay tuned for that. Awesome. Um, and we're definitely going to get more um, into the weeds on a lot of the more Barracuda related stuff. Yep, for sure. Uh, like a tiger with the ten dollar Australian super chat. Thank you very hey, much. Hey, I dig it. 
Ah, uh, good day, mate. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was bad. Uh, stay strong, soldiers. Believe. Believe, uh, baby. My donation Believe. to make TTG pre-draft or draft day happen. Uh, trust us. Uh, to kind of echo what what Ian said. We're we're not going anywhere. I not I know the technologists are gonna, you know, get on their yacht and go on their vacation after Sunday night. <laughs> uh, but I mean. I've been talking with Ian. Maybe we'll do our our bracket challenge live on the air. Have fun with that. Yeah, we're, we've um, got some ideas to, to uh, definitely keep some content coming. Um, I, as far as uh, as far as TTG goes, I'm sure TTG will probably be a thing. I don't think we've nailed it down completely yet, but I can't. Again, it's fucking summer. We're gonna do shit. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure we will do some TTG stuff this summer. Um, I haven't really. That's not official, but like I cannot see us not doing it. So, yeah. So there oh, you go, well, Derek, be, Kevin, oh. listening. I just, I just fallen told you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Kevin in the chat. If the Sharks hadn't won those three games that everyone complained about, I don't think losing the final eighteen games of the season would have exactly been good for the franchise either. Well, I agree with you, Kevin. At the same time be nice to get a franchise altering player look of course again man <laughs> again i live in <laughs> again i i and i don't want people to get this twisted like if we don't get one of those players i am not going to be happy i am going to, it's going to be disappointing i'm just not going to spend the whole summer crying about it yeah no just till may 8th <laughs> just may 8th, may 8th i might <laughs> may 8th we might here. yeah that that might be it uh <laughs> Troy B, how do you guys feeling that the Ducks could have the highest percentage to get the number one pick? It sucks. Sharks finish with the fewest wins in the National Hockey League, let alone tie a franchise record for fewest home wins, and they might pick sixth. I, I, absolutely scenario, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, look at it, it sucks, man. The Ducks, the Ducks potentially getting the first overall pick would suck. I, I've said this many times, right? Like yes. The, the Ducks having Bedard and, like, the Oilers having McDavid. Like, how the fuck is that? What did we do? What did we do? What did we do to deserve that? Nothing. I didn't do anything to deserve that. Did you, Puck Guy? Is this your fault? Oh, God, no. Is this AJ's I, I, fault? AJ did something. Well, it's got to be him. Yeah, you know. He didn't AJ's sat fault. through the 71 losses, you know. I, I, you know what? It's AJ's fault. Yeah. I've decided that. So if you <laughs> look at at AJ at AJ underscore strong, it's his fault. Wait, okay, wait, we AJ. do have a reaction from AJ. AJ, is it your fault? Oh, hell no. Uh, see, he's going to try and deny it and say, oh, hell no. You know? <laughs> so got to have some fun because my God. Oh, man. Uh, uh, would I rather Mitch Cobb or Carlson? Man, <laughs> At this point, I don't even care. I, I for me, man, it's 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 Fantillier Bedard. Um, yeah, Mitch Cover Carlson. I like both players for different reasons. Um, so I'm not, you know, I'd I'd be happy with either or. I'm not gonna like at this point, man. I'm just happy. Yeah, it's, it's getting the top three is is my thing. If you can steal, if you can steal, freaking Bedard with the. F- fourth best odds My i just God, don't want him be... like just not in the division jesus christ not yeah. in the division please god yeah uh, uh and... i am not a religious man but god if you are out there not in our division please we'll 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 pray on the eighth I mean, <laughs> that that might trigger john root so we maybe we shouldn't um 
Or uh, Jesse Littlefield, none of our AHL goalies look ready to play NHL minutes. Kevin Kevin Singh, besides everyone pooped on the last goalie the Sharks got from Boston, and thinking that you know to have that that later pick that uh, gets traded to uh, to oh, for, uh, for if for for picking up Swayman, I know a lot of yeah. people want Swayman. Swayman doesn't big offend one. me. Like um, that, that wouldn't that'd be fine. Uh, I like I like Jeremy Swayman. Um, and, and let's not like pretend like again like <laughs> there's no one that hates Martin Jones more than yours truly. But let's not pretend that he was just awful the whole time he was here. Like it worked out for a while. Problem is the Sharks don't have the that first gap there. We don't always good goaltending on that first gap. Um, yeah, it yeah. is bad. Kind of continuing go around the the chats here. Uh, Chris Olson, I agree. Sharks need generational talent. Yeah, man. Look at everyone. There, there is not a team in this league that doesn't need a generational talent. Yep. Um, even even teams that already have them could use another. Like, it is what it is, man. But like again, like it, it's out of my control now. It's it's out of all of our control now. I mean, I'm not gonna like. I you know I've been a Sharks fan since they've entered the league. Like I'm not going anywhere just because they don't get a gen. Like it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Ducks are pulled within one. It's 4-3 Kings with about four minutes to go. The Kraken are losing to the Vegas Golden Knights. That's after 40 minutes. 2-1 the score there. Uh, I know we're not a part of the playoffs, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, the Golden Knights win. They take the Pacific. They'll have the number one seed and will play Winnipeg in round one. Uh, if somehow the Kraken can come back, they can move up and make the Kings drop down to play whoever the central division winner is. And that's still undecided whether it's Colorado (laughs) or Dallas. Yeah. I don't Uh, like that for them. uh, That's that's another show. That's another show. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Monday. I don't know. Uh, Quinn on 22, 23 disappointing. You look at a record and jump to a lot of conclusions, but I love coaching this group. Of course you'd say that they came to work every day and they were fun to coach. Uh, we know we're going to get better. There are guys in here that are going to be a big part of what we got moving forward here. Sometimes it takes a little time to get out of the situation. Um, yeah, look at I, I too enjoy being gainfully employed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have that in common. I too, I, I too enjoy being gainfully employed. Gwen, I, I, under, I understand. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Do you trade a pick for an NHL goaltender near NHL ready with team control? Maybe you're talking maybe Dustin Wolf here. Uh, I can't see it it's even with Markstrom in Calgary. No, I, 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 I no, I don't know. I, I don't know if Dustin Wolf is the guy that I don't know if you, I don't know. I, I think Dustin Wolf would be a nice thing, but like, I don't. I don't know how realistic that is. Yeah, I mean, look at if you can if you can get a guy like Jeremy Swayman or something out of Boston, I think that's obviously a nice pickup for the for the Sharks. Um, I don't again, but you don't have to solve goaltending right now. Like it's not something you need to have sorted going into next season. Um, I obviously right. I think you need to figure out who they, they obviously have to have somebody, but I. 
I'm not opposed to another, you know, bringing in another guy, giving him a two-year deal and seeing how it works. Like, the the greatest thing about Capo Cochran and co- contract is, like, it's a two-year deal. So next year it's done. And if he doesn't have, like, a miraculous turnaround, which I'm not expecting, like, you just walk away and it's over. Um, You know, I don't mind that until you find the guy and then whatever, you know, you go from there. But there's no rush to find the guy. Because, again, I don't think this is a playoff team next year. Oh, that hurts still. I mean, to have... <laughs> but that's reality. That's the freaking reality right now. Um, like, uh, yeah, I mean, like you bring in Halak. I don't care who you bring in, man. Like, it, it, you just bring in a guy. You, it, again, like this... The, the important thing here is, like, you have to... You don't have to have again. There's certain things on this team you you need to start getting your ducks in a row on. I just, goalie isn't one of them, man. You're not going to be competitive for what two, three more years, maybe. I mean, I know it makes that's depressing when you say it aloud, but it's also reality. Yeah, that's that's the sickening part of it all. So it's really depressing. Oh boy, uh, yeah. And even Kevin saying it as much as I love Dustin Wolf. He would not have done much better than Kakinen for this particular team. Uh, they've made a scoring change. Uh, they've taken the assist from Peterson, so his streak does end. Um, and they accredited EK65 with the secondary assist on Lawrence's and now goal. now so. you know where EK65 was at the end. Of the- He's like, look at bitches. Season <laughs> that's my point. He was up like, he was, yeah, that's, that's where Carlson was last for him. That's, uh-huh. that's the story, and I'm sticking to it. You heard it here first, Teal Town exclusive. Eric Carlson left the ice to go and get on the horn and be like, hey, listen, bitches, that was my assist. I want all the points. Give me. <laughs> like give, me the points. Of, give me all the money. Give me the Norris. Does he get the Norris? Um, I would. I have him first on my ballot. Um, Same. How much crap will at, he take for it, though? Um, I think, look at, uh, obviously there's always a weird thing, like their regular season awards, but making the playoffs somehow with factors into awards. So like, I can, I can see where Eric Carlson doesn't get it. I think you should get it. I think, look at the, 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 the thing he did this season, 101 points, like hasn't been done in what, 20 years. Yeah. Like it's, it's insane, man. Like the, it's what he did this year is absolutely fucking insane. Um, and I think it's, you know, like you can talk about plus minus and blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, man, points are sexy. No, completely agree. Uh, a tiger, like a tiger, too many heroes in the hockey writer associations. Yeah. And we've been hearing a lot of them come out. Especially yeah, yeah. Up Look, in your it, area. I, I think he should. Do I think I, 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 I will not be shocked if he doesn't. But I don't think that if he doesn't win the Norris, that doesn't take away from what an incredible season he's had. Right. Twenty years, try thirty, whatever. A lot of years, like a stupid amount of time. Um, like it's just. It is what it is. I so can I see him not getting it? Of course I can. Um, but I don't think that should subtract from what an incredible season he had. Oh, absolutely. You talk about 
his season. I mean, yeah, he got to all the 82 games. Couture got to all 82 games like the first time in like eight years. Yeah, 30 years. My my apologies. I, I can't do math. It's it's like one. No, it's not even one. It's, it's one. <laughs> it's 1230 in the morning. It's, it's, 12, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's 1240. Come on. No, no. Cutting in some slack here. <sighs> no kidding. Uh, I'm old. No, you're not. Shut, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite moment from the season? Besides it being over, of course. I mean, being over is, is definitely near the top of it. I not like, I think that not to be fucking super like corny, but like doing this is like been, I think the highlight of the season for me, like the fact that this season has been such a fucking gong show and I've, we've come on here and we've been able to kind of just like shoot the shit with all of you guys. Um, like that's to me, like it, this makes the season worth it to me. The fact that I get to do this. And again, I know sometimes I come on here and I can be kind of a prick and I'm kind of, sometimes I come on here with the sole purpose of just seeing if I can antagonize the chat as much as humanly possible. I know I'm a dick for it, but like if I didn't get to do this, I don't know how I would have gotten through the season. So I think that to me is the, the high point. Um, obviously I think, you know, again, watching, I think watching Carlson get his hundred point, I was super happy that I was, uh, that I dragged my ass out of bed to watch that. Cause I've been sick all week. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, nothing super, not nothing super serious, but, uh, I've definitely felt better, um, before this week. Um, but yeah, I think that's my highlight, man. Like the fact that I get to do this and even though I can be an absolute jerk off on here and I know I can be, um, yeah. I, I can't express how much I appreciate all of you for not only putting up with me, but like watching <laughs> you sometimes come on here intentionally be a dick and then be like, you know what? I'm going to come watch you in again. <laughs> oh, Ruben in the chat. He is soft. Uh, LA just added an empty netter. It's five, three ducks. Fans have thrown towels on the ice as I'm seeing that. So, Right now, as of this moment, if any child, yeah, I'm, I'm super soft. It's fair. That's he's soft fair. and cuddly. Just ask his wife. Um, right now, as it stands, come on, NHL.com. Uh, uh, and they, by the way, while we're waiting for that to load up, VGK and uh, Seattle just started the third period on that one. As it stands right now, LA picking up those two points uh, will lock them into the number uh, three seed in the Pacific, leaving Seattle in the first wild card. So, uh, you know, we're we're waiting on Vegas here. Vegas can get just and basically they just need to get it to overtime uh, to get a point, and that'll lock up the Pacific for Vegas at. Uh, eventually 110 if the whole the score stays the same Edmonton and LA will go uh, at it once again in round one Seattle will have to wait till tomorrow uh, or excuse me Friday to um, find out their opponent but they'll definitely be uh, most likely headed to either Dallas or Colorado uh, in that one there so uh, as for me, I mean, this, this was a whirlwind. I started putting some, uh, s stuff here, uh, on Twitter. It all started with the grand opening of Tech Seed Arena. Uh, got the word that 
that the new Sharks jerseys were available for purchase, you know, two weeks beforehand when nobody had said anything. Uh, you had the Doug Wilson banner raising. You had, you know. Yeah, it uh, was nice to see. Man, it was nice to see Doug Wilson. Yeah. Uh, like, and I, and I as much as I he's okay. maybe don't agree with how Doug Wilson managed his final years as GM of the, the San Jose Sharks, it was really nice to see him in person uh, and you know, I don't know how healthy Doug Wilson is at this point, but he looked he looked good at least. Yeah. For the most part. And, I, you know, like, again, like you can say what you will about the man um, as far as like general manager. But I think as a dude, like I obviously, you know, again, like I don't um, I, I don't wish anything like ill upon Doug Wilson for screwing up my favorite team. Like, obviously, I want him to be healthy, happy all that shit that goes with that. Like, so the Doug Wilson night was night because yeah, it was nice to see that the dude was, you know, alive because for a while, like we just didn't see him or hear from him or anything. Right. Uh, and that was, that was really scary, man. Cause again, like you, you know, again, like for put the business aside, like you just want the dude himself to be fine. Exactly. Uh, and granted for him to get some recognition, uh, was nice to see, uh, and get a banner raised for him for what he's done with the organization. Definitely do respect. Of course, the Marla weekend was absolutely incredible. Uh, and we got to go in and, uh, and uh, chat with some of the guys before they put on the skates and, and Marlo kind of just letting the hair down finally. And, and, and then seeing the banner raised for the first time. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, I, you know, it's funny because like, I was really, anti number retirement because i don't know because i'm a jerk again like we all know i'm an asshole um and i'm like you didn't like but man yeah like i the emotions like the feels man yeah that the the marlo um retire like, the number retirement like man that got me in the feels and like yeah. i am totally i am totally fine when we do it next year for jumbo yeah no we we probably will expect that um Let's be honest. We're probably waiting for for Jumbo eventually uh, in a few weeks' time. Let's be honest. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, we'll be doing it again next year, which will be fun. Uh, that was an epic weekend for sure. Uh, this just in, L.A. wins 5-3. to three. That assures the Anaheim Ducks have the best odds at Connor Bedard on May 8th. They lose in regulation five to three to the LA Kings. LA uh, assures themselves a matchup with the Edmonton Oilers. Seattle will go play the Central Division winner. Uh, Vegas, uh, barring anything happening, they'll be the Pacific Division champions and they will get the Winnipeg Jets in round one. So right now, Ducks finish at 58 points. Chicago's point gets them at 59. Fuck you, Provorov. Thanks for nothing, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Columbus with the victory uh, tonight. They're at 59. You're, you're most... If Columbus can get a, a win tomorrow in any sh form, that's the only way the Sharks will increase their odds. So Yeah, they'd have to... They, they, I believe they would have to win in regulation. No, yeah, no, be, no, because yes. they're at fifty nine. If, oh, yeah, if that fifty nine, they get two points. Right, then, if they get a point, yeah, 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 yeah. I think they get a point. Uh, if they get a, 
regulation wins is the first tiebreaker though. They only have 15. So like they, you need them to win. Yeah. They, see, they, they can't lose an overtime. Like if they lose an overtime, they end up with 60 points. Guess what? They have they, one less regulation win than the sharks. They finish below the sharks. And that just makes even more that they have to win. Yeah. They have to win. So, they, so you, you need a Columbus win tomorrow. Who, who does Columbus play tomorrow? Or whatever the game is. I don't know. Oh, who's Columbus playing? Yeah. Who is Columbus playing tomorrow? <laughs> It's uh, God damn. Oh fuck. <laughs> <sighs> Can we get Levi to get in that for them? You know, Owen Power to have a hat trick. Hey, Jeff Skinner, let's prove that you you were Calder worthy. Get a hat trick. Uh, by the way, did you see Levi's mask? He didn't have a third jersey mask, so he just went to town on on the um <laughs> on with the sharpie. Yeah, you, you need a win. Yeah, you you just you, yeah you just you just need them to pick up two points. Yeah. They need a win for sure. Uh, another uh, uh, super chat from Nick Cooper. Thank you so much. Ducks need to be investigated for going on a 13-game losing streak to end the year. They're my new sworn enemy. Yeah, but, you know, uh, like a Tiger, Anaheim played some of the worst hockey I've ever seen this year. So uh, why are you rooting for Buffalo, Puck Guy? I'm not rooting for Buffalo. No, I wouldn't be. Granted, no, I love just... their jersey designer, Eric Bottomer. He's been phenomenal for Adidas, and I hope he gets picked up by Fanax to have any type of respect. So why would you why would you why would you inflict fanatics on anyone? Oh, you know, you say fanatics, it triggers AJ in the chat, so you know, watch out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh <laughs> super chat. Uh we have another one? I yep. I thought we I thought I got them all. Uh Hmm. I Nick see. Cooper, five dollars super chat. Uh, Ducks need to investigate it for going on yeah. a thirteen-game losing streak to end the year. <laughs> Look, man. Um, I just said that. <laughs> oh, did you? I did. I, see, I just zoned out for a second because you made hey, me go look up numbers, and then I was. We, we're, this is it. That 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 tells us how done we are. I mean, yeah. Um, I was looking up numbers. I can't help it. To continue on, you know, of course we have, you know. Before the before the Timo Meyer trade, LeBanc playing five minutes, Gregor playing nine minutes, can't hit the net, and then what happened? David Quinn saving FU to the refs, being ejected and fined, and then the next game, you know, Carlson has to throw his helmet because he's bleeding in the mouth. So, um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, wait, Justin Braun retired? Yeah, Ruben. Uh, his dad was on the bench tonight in in. Uh, that's classy. I think that's classy. Right yeah, just let him do that. So that was fun. That was fun. So uh, Denver Doyle, if the Sharks get to third, I have a feeling they move up. Well, fingers crossed. Should we do one more tankathon before we get out of here or no? No. No? Okay. No, man. We'll, we'll just, we're just going to wait for the real thing on the 8th. Yep. Be there for that. I'll be here. Uh, be here Sunday for Pecknologist at 7 p.m. Yes. That'll be your season that was in Sharks hockey. They'll go into the weeds a way, way more. Then, then we are are able to, or allowed to, or whatever. Um, so with that, we'll bring this to a close. If in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, if they're still around. Uh, Amazon Music. Of course, if you are on YouTube, 
by all means, get those thumbs up going. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Just because the season's over doesn't mean we're going to be giving you content. may not happen as frequently as it does during the regular season, but we'll be here. As Ian said, you know, we'll, they're going to have uh, teal tinted glasses with Nick Nolenberger to wrap up the, sh- the CUDA season. Yep. AJ and Jerk will wrap up the shark season on Pucknologist Sunday night at 7. We are going to, uh, you know, hopefully do our brackets live on the air. That'll be fun to do. Uh, of yeah, course, we'll figure that out. I got to figure out, I got to figure out work, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out once yeah. we get it. Uh, um, what is it? Uh, of course, May 8th, the draft lottery. Uh, any big news? We'll be here to break it down. Yeah, anything uh, that's true. If, if Sharks news breaks, we will fix it. Yeah, I promise. And let's not forget the draft uh, <laughs> draft day. Jesse, what? Jesse Jesse has like the perfect uh, yeah yeah the the season may be over but <laughs> yeah. absolutely absolutely so uh well Ian I would say it's been fun but man this season's been rough. It has been fun though. Let's let's let, let you know again. Um, it it has been fun. I mean the, the the games weren't as fun, but like there was like there was there was fun doing this this season. Like I think I I think overall like under the conditions, I think we had a good year of content. Yes. Um. You know, um, I had fun. The Barracuda were 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 fun. Uh, at the end of the season when they kind of you know, stuck around and refused to die. Like there was, there was definitely some highlights to the season. Um, but, uh, you know, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad this is over just because like, again, um, at the end of the day, it's like, I, you know, this show is, you know, technically after dark, it's technically recap the fucking game, but like, man, (laughs) what was the point of recapping any of the last 20 games? Um, it's, it's been (laughs) a, you know, it's been one of those things where you, you know, you kind of just make the best of what we're given, which hasn't been a whole lot. It's, it's not fun, man. I, you know, it's fun. I, 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 every once in a while I'll go back and listen to old shows and stuff, right. Just to, you know, just to, just to see a, how far we've kind of come as far, you know, oh. as, as far as like how we've done things. And man, I would love to just go back to just being absolute bitches about the power play <laughs> like just imagine, Man, wouldn't that imagine be great? not scoring no imagine your top power play not scoring be the worst problem you have oh, that i miss great days. that would have been great you know oh boy all right he is at ian blogs hockey i'm at puck guy 14 on the twitter the instagram uh plenty of people we need to thank here you know of course ian uh, i'll say he's he's been stuck with me for most of the season so i apologize in it uh profusely for that uh i mean let's be honest the beginning of the year ian was supposed to be doing just cuda coverage folks yeah i mean um, um no <laughs> it's but been you a little crazy though. like yeah and that's and that's one thing too like i do like it it I think as much as this year has been a really good year for content for us, I think there was things that we probably wanted to do that didn't, and we didn't get to do. Um, and that sucks. And I feel bad about that. Um, and I, you know, I'll call it online. Like, uh, I'll, I'll call it on right now. Um, you know, 
Uh, I basically, before the season started, like I would like to apologize to Mark, uh, who was on our last show, um, you know, because basically before the season, started, I'm like, oh man, I've got all these cool plans. Don't worry, dude. Right. Like I've, I've got plans and, and you can be in on them. And then like none of it happened. Uh, and then I'm not, and that's not me taking a shot at the rest of the crews. I don't want no, that. No, 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 no. This comes off as, but it sucks because I do feel bad that there was content that I wanted to do this year as, as good as I think our content this year was, there was content that I did want to do that just for whatever reason didn't work out. And, and I think some people kind of, you know, got left kind of in the, the lurch because of that. So I'll apologize for that publicly. It, it, you know, I wish, I wish we could have done more. Um, I wish we could have done some more Barracuda stuff this year. Um, you know, um, but there's always next year. There's always next year, and that's what we'll save for, for the Sharks too. Uh, big people to thank, uh, as, as I mentioned, Ian Reed for doing what he's done. Kevin Lacey's jumped in here and there uh, with us, uh, and he'll be with you for teal tinted glasses. Dana Meyerson, who who came on Dana, late last year, Dana was a fucking hero this year. Yeah. Um, Dana came in and and pulled some serious weight, and we super appreciate her for that. And if you had less than 71 post-it notes, you lost the bet on Sports Interaction. Uh, you throw in Mark Eisenberg. You mentioned him. Mm-hmm. You, uh, this is the bread and butter for, for you guys with, with that. Uh, you, you also thank our newest one, Jules. Jules came yeah, in. Jules has just came been in. Coming out been like a, Coming out like fire and everything. Uh, Felix, I know you jumped in on it a few times. Uh, Eric Landy for, for Eric, my yeah. God. Yeah. I was going to say we, we cannot miss Eric Landy. Cause obviously, um, Eric Landy's another guy who's just pulled, um, some super weight this year. Um, uh, obviously look at there's, um, not to peek too far behind the curtain here, but really like there's, there's only so many of us that can host a show. Um, I do it terribly as you've seen oh, with technical issues. Um, but like We're fine. the, but like, you know, Landy, Landy's stepped up a few times um, for us, like and not uh, on top of normally what Landy normally does around here, which is significant. Um, but Landy stepped in a few times to really kind of pull our ass out of the fire. So I always appreciate Landy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hockey jerk for keeping the discord alive and all that fun stuff with Pucknologist. AJ, of course, you know, torments me. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, it tries to make sure I'm staying on top of my on my game. Otherwise, you know, we just do not want to uh, fall apart and look no, bad. I, yeah, look, so. I mean, AJ, AJ, you know, obviously, like, AJ helps us out uh, a great time. Like, he is not on After Dark. I think he did a show this year to help us out. I remember he did a show with me, I believe, yep. to help us out. Um, but, like, AJ... You know, he's constantly in the, you know, he's pulling quotes for us and, and you know, giving us things to talk about on these shows, especially, again, as we especially got to the, the end of the part. season, there was not, <laughs> you know, talk about the game monkey was not fun. Um, but AJ, at least, you know, was constantly pulling quotes for us and stuff so that we could talk on air and we could, you know, he's getting the quotes um, so that we can, you know, so that we're not trying to like, be entertaining on air and not and and you know and not trying to like do three things at once you know so i think that um while aj is not on after dark he's very pivotal to what we do yeah so kudos to everyone there uh 
you know, uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. But at this point, the 32nd season of Sharks Hockey comes to a close. And while while the sun will shine brightly in the next few months as we dry out from one of the craziest winters we've seen in a long time out here in Northern California, uh, there's a reason why we always say teal together. And, you know, through thick and thin and painful loss after painful loss, and no matter if Northern California is about to be basketball heaven for two weeks, uh, just know that we appreciate each and every one of you joining us throughout throughout the season and throughout the years. Uh, we can't do this without you. There's a reason why we do do it, and that's because the lack of coverage. Because you know, no one wants to talk sharks hockey, but they'll more than happy talk about Steph Curry's ankle brace. Uh, so we appreciate each and every one of you joining us through these 82 after darks. Again, we'll be back throughout. The yeah, off season with again, content, like, so be, this, make this, sure you hit you that know, subscribe button. This is the end of the. This is the last show of the season for After Dark. But like again, like we're not going anywhere. There's going to be content all summer. We hope that you will uh, come and hang out with us, even even when we get like into the super dog days and you know whatever. But uh, we we hope that you will uh, continue to stick with us. We super appreciate all of you. Absolutely, Russell, my my BFF in high school who's now a coach in Idaho, a hockey coach in Idaho out of nowhere. The poor, the poor guy has a, has a little goaltender on his hands. He poor thing, go steal heads. <laughs> so appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for watching again, Pucknologist Sunday night, 7 PM. And then much more content later this week, as we get you closer to the draft lottery, the sharks could still have the third best odds by the end of the night or by by the end of tomorrow night and we'll go from there so we appreciate you all thanks for watching and until then keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal have a great night everyone we will see you during the off season <laughs>